1: Hey and welcome back, everyone, to another Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, Midgard Musings production. My name's Jesse. Welcome back. Getting to the zone here for another minute or two. Rock out to some some Donheim. Loterjarl, I think is the name of this track. Jarl. Off of the uh, Skopanir album released in 2020. Get some Night of the Roxbury action going on. Hell yeah. All right, yeah, folks, hale and welcome back. Um, thank you for tuning in today, as always, uh, to all of my listeners and viewers on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, uh, iHeartRadio. Hopefully, more coming soon. But already, you know, nearly a dozen platforms where you can find and listen to your favorite podcast. And I hope that Random Heathen Ramblings is one of yours. And if you do like what I do, please consider uh, checking the show notes for my uh, Linktree link that points you in the directions of all the ways that you can support this podcast. You can uh, become a channel member on YouTube. You can buy merchandise. You can uh, become a patron on Patreon. You can also offer listener support if you listen and watch uh, these, well, listen really, uh, to these podcasts through the Anchor platform, which is where I distribute all of my content. Uh, Thanks to them and teaming up with Spotify, I now have the video option available to all of you. So if you're a Spotifyer, you get getting the video experience, same as the YouTube, uh, community out here. So all of you that, that, uh, continue to support this podcast, it's very special hail and thank you. Um, so, uh, you know, for all you new folks and newcomers here, um, looking to, you know, support what I do. If you enjoy talks like this, uh, this is a random podcast of, 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 heathen related subjects. The, the, the topics can go into some really, uh, you know, we go down some rabbit holes sometimes <laughs> as the saying goes. And, um, but I usually, you know, we'll, we'll ramble on for about an hour or so with either a guest or just myself, depending on how the thing go. But, uh, here lately, we've had some really awesome guests and today's guest is uh, a fellow who I met actually right around the time that I started Midgard Musings, um, you know, social media and, and all that stuff several years ago. So, we're going to welcome in welcoming. we are going to welcome him in.'ll yeah, get it out eventually here in just a moment. Uh, so here, now in the meantime, let's get into the show deets Let's go. <laughs> Right, yeah. So uh, I said deets. Why did I say that? I'm not not trying. You're not trying to hook up here. Um, The details of the show is what I really meant to say. Not like anyway. Um, It's Monday here now, recording this, and now you're getting it on Thursday. So hopefully, by the time you know you guys are hearing this and listening to this, I've regained a few of my uh, brain cells. But um, it's been a rough weekend because I i am getting older, and I uh, apparently twisted or or sprained. Well, I did. I I, I sprained my ankle by twisting or doing something in such a way that it didn't hurt me at all. When it happened, it took like almost a full 24 hours for it to really start aggravating me. So basically from uh, Friday afternoon, Friday night, uh, all the way until today, um, I've been hobbling around. My ankle's swollen. It's Trying to get around on crutches and it's just it's a rough, rough go. But um that's not what you're here for. But that's the nature of the podcast. You get random stuff like this from time to time that you know you just can't. What are you gonna do? Not listen? Sure, you can do that. But you'll also miss the really awesome, cool things um that 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 I have to offer, you know. Um, which is just a random podcast, anyways, guys gals ladies and gentlemen boys and girls everybody out here on Midgard listening streaming thank you so much um like I said the uh the guest that we have coming in today his name is his name his names is uh James uh so we're going to welcome in James and um I going to hold the surname off for now um and uh see how we go into introducing him when he joins us here in just a moment um but he has been uh, like I said uh a social media friend of mine. I don't, uh, you know, a lot of the guests that I have on this show have are are actual friends in in life, you know, real life friends that I know in person, and a lot of them are friends of mine who I've met uh, through social media. And James here is someone who I would consider fr- a friend and and friendly. Uh, but it's interesting um, the way our our relationship kind of started out on social media sites. We've never met in person, um, but the way things started out when I first started, you know, Midgard Musings years ago um and and what kind of heathen he is um, I'm just gonna leave that open for right now and and I want to hopefully talk about it and some other things with him. So let's stop delaying any further and um, uh welcome in James. So let's get him on. All right folks uh welcoming to the podcast today. Uh, like I said, this guy that I met some years ago on social media i've never actually met in person uh welcome to the show james
0: hey what's up hey everybody i'm james davey i am uh i am a member of the white marsh uh we're still working on what we're what we're called now we used to be white marsh they yeah Uh, you're just in the
1: marsh now right it's (laughs) just in the marsh man i've been
0: a (laughs) man now for a little over 10 years um or a little under 10 years uh, some period closely resembling a decade
1: okay so you you come at least from a a a place of experience if nothing else we can say you definitely got experience and uh when you talk when you start talking about practicing anything or doing anything for digits that you know equal to or or get into the decade or decades i'd say that you've got some miles under the tires and then have come from a place of being able to speak about something intelligently you know um which is you know man like you 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 hang out online you you do the the online social media stuff that's how we met we're we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit and you see all kinds of oh man i just picked up you know uh the poetic edit and now let me you know start a youtube channel (laughs) i did
0: a very lot of that yes
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's like it's all over the place like you have really nothing to and i you know when you and i first met um and this is going to be for some of the like alumni channel members because this is like on on YouTube and, and uh, Spotify and a bunch of other places. But for anybody who's been with what I do on Midgard Musings for like from the beginning, James here was right there, but in a different sort of way. <laughs> and the the one thing that I don't think a lot of people know is uh, unless you were there around back then at the time and 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 uh, followed my videos and stuff is that. I was going to get into doing, like, a, a, a book discussion series or, or my own personal ideas on what it means in a book that uh, I recommend to a lot of newcomers to, uh, to heathenry, to dramatic heathenry, is, is We Are Our Deeds by uh, Eric Wodening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, like, made this announcement or whatever, like, oh, guys, I'm going to be reading from this book. It's a great book. I think it has a lot of great points. But here's, my, here's what I think the guy's saying. And um, James is one of the guys who basically uh, threw the roadblock up and was like, pump the brakes there, bub. No, you're not. <laughs> and James, do you remember that? Because like, what was, what was, so like, we've never really talked in depth about this except what dialogue we went through back on, back and forth and like messages and, and comments on Facebook status. It's right. like, what was your initial take on when you saw that, not knowing me from Adam? <laughs>
0: well so the thing about we are our deeds it's it's a great book uh, and it's one of the uh you know i I would, I would almost say it's one of the required reading reading books for modern heathenry but there are a couple of things about it that make me immediately um Mutely hesitant towards people who have just picked it up or have just picked up heathenry and then going and trying to share their thoughts on it. And the first of those things is that it, it is dated. You know, Wodening wrote this book um, uh, some time ago and uh, Danish belief, which is, you know, th- that is one of the foundational texts of Danish belief or not foundational, but one of the most important. The um, Danish belief has uh, evolved grandly since those ideas were written down and there was talk uh, for a time of of maybe convincing Eric to do uh, an a a second edition version of that book uh, just to sort of show everything that's been updated so I always want to caution people when they see that book like yeah this book has some great ideas in it but some of those ideas have turned out through discoveries that have happened over the past 10 years uh, 12 or 15 years actually to to have uh, not been accurate uh linguistically and then the other big thing that i always want to do when i see somebody who's using that book is um, we my tribe uh, eric Wodening is is also white marshinga he is a member of white marsh uh, and he
1: which is why you really had the 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 where where you came from the position where you came from is as a member of that yeah Tribe, you, it was like, it was almost a call to action of like, hold up, what's going on here?
0: Well, I mean, not necessarily a call to action, but the book has become so widespread in heathenry. And we so frequently see people just take his ideas completely out of context, use mm-hmm. them totally wrong. And then that ends up flapping back on us because people are like, oh, so White Marsh believes this. Yeah. We always like to see, if anybody's open to talking to us before, we're not going to tell you not to discuss a book. It's a book. You can do whatever you want. You're grown up. But what we will say is that if you have the opportunity to chat with us ahead of time, we'd love to answer questions about it just because we don't want uh, Eric to be misrepresented. We don't want White Marsh to be misrepresented. And we really want the ideas that are in this book to become prevalent in the human community. So we'd love to have discussions about those.
1: That's wholesome, man. Like, I mean, that really kind of just without getting all mushy or whatever, you know, warms my heart to think that the information that is obviously out there for the public, right? I mean, anybody can get online and buy it. Um, And but that, you know, the source that it comes from is like willing to and wanting to and and being receptive to uh, building some conversation around it. And I think that's really where the value of it shines is it's not like a, a how to guide on really anything it's like you know stuff to think about and and incorporate into your practices and i'm you know i i don't know a lot when i when i uh, get on here and i talk to different heathens you know most of the folks that i talk to um actually i don't think i've talked to anyone that i'm aware of who uh claims Thadish uh beliefs at least not to my knowledge but from my knowledge, like from, from you and I, James, like when, when I see like some of your social media posts and I go, hmm, here's a guy who's, you know, got, like I said before, miles under the tires and, and, and mileage to, to come from a position of, I know what I'm talking about, from experience and other things. You know, when you say something like, thatish belief is dying, I'm really curious as to what, like where that comes from. And and because again, being being, What little I know about it, it's, 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 and then correct me again, Saxon heathenry or Mm -hmm. or Anglo-Saxon, Anglo-Saxon, right. So let's, I'd like to maybe like get into some of that if you don't.
0: Sure, sure, sure. So first I I think that it's important uh, that what you're referencing is a, is a post I made on my wall, on my Facebook wall. I don't post much on Facebook anymore, but I posted something about a few months ago. Uh, wherein I said, please don't ever call me a theizman again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am White Mershinga. Uh, theodish belief is is dying or is dead um, to me. And specifically what I'm talking about is that for a very long time in theodish belief, uh, the, the sort of necessary end of theodish belief, if you think about what it is, which is these these this collection of uh, five six or seven different roughly analogous anglo-saxon tribes but who have pretty significant differences in their ritual practice in their liturgical practice uh pretty different understandings of the things that they believe um basically it it was like it was like a league of these little these little mini tribes um When I don't want to say mini tribes. Some of these things are, uh, you know, I know that Ethelond in Texas has like, I, I don't, I don't want to misrepresent, but I think they have like thirty or forty. They, they these things are pretty big, but these little these little mini tribes uh, of anywhere from ten to fifty um, heathens that are loosely connected in the way that they do things, but the necessary end to that is that those tribes are going to drift more and more apart in those practices. I mean, if if White Marsh is doing something where we believe we are liturgically correct and we're getting good results and Ethelond is doing the same ritual in a different way and they got good results too, then we don't want to come together. We want to keep doing what our tribes are doing that is working for us. So you're going to get this natural drift away. So Thetish belief... Thetish belief there there was no single one my people's belief it was it was a series of different little tribes and this is was true back in in ancient heathenism as well it really was villages these yeah. big unit villages that would have their own practices and they'd be sort of loosely connected to everybody else but the village was where it started and so um, we well that, that's part of it so one that one half of it is that we feel like thetish belief always is going to lead towards Basically, your tribe being your religion. Um, Got it. Hearth cults and and all that. Yeah, it's hard. It's and not, even, even apart from hearth cult, just that the bigger concept of the cultus, your mm-hmm. cultus is going to be your religion, and so I can say. It's kind of the same way. Uh, if if you'll excuse the analogy, it's kind of the same way that when you say Christian today, nobody knows what the hell you're talking about because
1: <laughs> yeah, there's Catholics, and Pentecostals, yeah. there's Pentecostals,
0: uh, there's Unitarians, there's Latter. You know, there's so many right. different branches, so many different uh, uh, belief systems.
1: Hisms. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so you kind of have this thing where it's like Christianity doesn't really have a real identity. And in the same way, Thedish belief, that term doesn't really have its own identity attached to it. Yeah, we're all Anglo-Saxon, which is not actually true because I know of two Frisian um, so and one Continental Saxon. So actually, let me rewind and say we're all heathen and that's about where it ends. Uh, We do tend to be obviously heavily Reconstructionist focused. We do tend to use uh, a lot of old English rituals. But for the most part, every every Theod was its own religion.
1: Yeah. And let me just let me just clarify something because I think some if some people heard something that you said might raise some eyebrows and I want to catch it while it's fresh. When you say mm-hmm. recon, reconstructionist focused, you mean yeah. focused on reconstructioning, not focused.
0: Oh yeah, we're not focused. No, we're not yeah, we're yeah. not focused. No, absolutely yeah. not. It's- and and I do want to make that clear because yeah a lot of people do think that about danish belief they see well you guys are these tiny little tribes and are exclusive exclusive to who can enter how are you not focused uh well first and foremost um there are no race requirements to be a heathen none of us think that no yeah there are no um gender requirements or sex requirements uh that's that's not we are exclusive in that we say who or who cannot be in the club, but what uh, what ends up deciding that for us is really, you know, how much they impress us with their dedication to learning, how uh, how interested they really are in, in being a part of this with us, and then we have a, a years-long period where we get to observe them and make sure we trust them, and then they come into the club. But it's not like you, you can't be in our club because you're not the right skin color. We don't do that.
1: Yeah. No, and, and I knew that, but I just wanted to, well, I was like, oh, wow, he just said something that if anybody's listening and can't respond yeah. in real time, like, what do you, what do you mean? And then it's like, everybody gets shut. Like the whole thing just like gets shut down. I was like, I know what you meant and I know what you said, but I'm like, if in case you thought he said something, let's let's just clear that air right off and, the bat. And cause... that's
0: exactly, and so, so that's actually the other point that I was going to bring up. The other reason when I said, you know, Theatres belief is dying, uh, is that the what <clears throat> well, we you know we don't own the term Theatre Belief, uh, and neither does the man who began um who began Theatish belief. He's still alive. Garmin Lord is is still alive and well. Uh and Garmin Lord uh has decided for reasons that I don't care to speculate on, that he is going to be, uh, directly supportive of, um, w- uh, the, the, I can't, God, what's the name of the, the, uh, the elder oh. um, The, Eldr- the Eldritcha is absolutely full of Nazis. Um, they have had so much problem with, uh, I, let me rephrase that. That's, that's probably reactionary they're absolutely full of racists. Uh, and they've had a ton of problems with their their racist things that they've said. They are folkish. they're they're, uh, you know, explicitly folkish. Uh, and Garmin Lord has decided that that is what theatish belief is. And so we have decided that we're not going to fight over a term with him. It uh, he's welcome to it we are not part of that anymore uh we were never knowingly a part of anything that would be construed as a racist sexist misogynist organization we are much more open than that um and i mean i know that's why some of the lords have decided to sort of part ways i think some other lords more or less are like just you don't get to tell me what to do so yeah
1: well, so and that's the thing about it, right? Like you're talking about how how uh, heavily focused uh, you guys tend to be on reconstructionism and and the focus on uh, the Saxon side of of heathenry, whether it be continental Germania or Anglo-Saxon, right? Thade was the name was the old is the old, old English name for king, right? So Thadeism or Thadeish beliefs has this sort of and you can I mean again you're the you're the expert here as far as my understanding is it's like a a king kingdom monarch or uh, uh sacral Patriarch. kingship yeah 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 thank you right <laughs> uh so <laughs> so
0: actually Theodish belief the term Theod uh is is not from king it's from people people is Theod. Oh. uh so a, a when you would say i am in a Theod, you would be saying i am in a group of people uh and so Theodish belief uh, or or in old english uh mine theodish elefa, would be uh my people's belief uh, but it is, uh, uh, I think, an astute observation that Thade King, and thayad people are related linguistically. Uh, and that's part of our religion is that kingship cannot be removed from uh, from divinity. Divinity was the original kingship, those lords that created sacred. us. Um, so, hold on, I think I... Oh, yep, sorry. Uh, So we believe in a line of what we call luck, uh, which is probably more uh, closely resembles fortune in the Greek sense. It is uh, the um, sort of lines of divine influence that come down from the gods themselves. And we believe that that has to flow in a direction usually through a leader of a people be it a king or as the norse would have called it a a gothi the the leader of the people um or i guess jarl's too uh but yeah i see you you sort of see my point here that we believe there is a a a progression of power that comes down through the gods and through an a, a mortal intercessor between the gods and the tribe
1: i feel that the uh the term king or the term uh the chieftain, the gothi, whatever the whatever the, that that sacred role, that 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 position, they're like the caretakers of the luck that you're yes. talking about. Yeah, they yeah. they are they are caretakers of it, and so it is absolutely their responsibility to protect it and preserve it, yeah. and to do the things that um, maintain that luck. Right, and they're not the just next the, one that
0: carries. They're the not truth. just the protectors of the luck. They are also the dispensers of the luck because yes because they act in that role as mortal intercessor between god and, and tribe it is their sacred and solemn duty to dispense that luck where it should go based on generally the you know the the worthiness of the person who is receiving it um and worthiness which, I'm, I'm sorry go ahead
1: no i didn't want to uh interrupt you man i was just trying i think like which which goes back to what you were saying with uh when when like how you gatekeep or, and, and that's a that's a horrible term. I shouldn't, you know, but gatekeeper is, you know, how you protect that tribe's luck in, in inviting new members. Is that worthing process that year of like probation or whatever? Like we got to make sure that you're, that you're cut from the right jib and that you're doing the things that are going to add to the luck. Yeah like yeah. that, that gets distributed and get like you were talking about right
0: i if for well, i mean i don't think gatekeeping is is the wrong word i mean i, I think gatekeeping has obviously a very negative connotation
1: yeah, yeah exactly but That's
0: but really I mean, to a right. certain to a certain extent i think that negative connotation may be deserved in this case i mean yes the the job of the chieftain or gothi or in our case the we we have lords uh mm-hmm. the job of the lord is to make sure that he's not letting grendel enter the hall And and if Grendel gets in the hall, uh, then it's nobody else's fault in that room besides the, the Lord of the hall who let him in. And so the Lord has to be very discerning to make sure that he's not inviting, not just a person who's gonna burn everything down on the way out, but just a person who won't fit with the tribe. Because if the Lord invites this person who doesn't fit well with the tribe, nobody really likes him he may be very smart but he's just not getting along with anybody the lord loves him he ends up getting through his worthing process and becoming a theadsman that man is my brother no matter how i feel about him he is a part of my tribe now and so that can cause a lot of very very uh, painful destructive divisions so yeah the lord is exclusionary they uh, Theads are exclusive and they're exclusive because not because we're like we don't want you to be a part of our religion yeah. it's more like hey man there are 14 of us who meet relatively frequently and three of us just don't like talking to you yeah. and if we bring you in they're still not going to like talking to you and it's going to cause shit inside of our Thead. Yep. it's not because we're hateful it's not because we're uh, cruel or that we don't want other people to have what we have it's yeah. just because you're not a good fit. Y- you might not be a good fit for our theater, you know, and so that is why we are as exclusive as we are.
1: And I, you know, what you know, I think that um, this is an important thing to to discuss because in in the 21st century, in 2021, you know, and so much of this, you know, cancel culture, and you can't say this, you can't do that, you you know, you're such and such for 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 putting up these not guidelines, but like for saying the certain thing or for doing the certain thing. And, and, and just, I like the fact that what we talked about earlier is how accepting you are of everybody and anybody in that none, like religion, race, sex, gender, none of that matters, but what the, like, what value do you bring? What, what is your worth and, and how that process is done? And I see that more and more being looked at. Um, there's, there's not a lot of people that I think that, uh, that I know of at least that, um, don't see it see, see some value in that you know you sure. want to make sure that you're protecting those that are nearest and dearest to you and if you you know you let in like you say that grendel which for anyone not aware you know beowulf um read it <laughs> it's yeah it's like, foundational
0: it's like, to heathenry you gotta yeah. read it
1: because and why right because i mean we, we we see you know yes it's a saga but i mean it, we, we see um the actual you know ritual of, of Sumble being executed we, we we learn so many fundamental working heathenry things being displayed in a saga
0: right so uh, one of the things i do want to i do want to point out is that i think one of the things that 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 i have seen a lot of newer heathens because we the the game has changed when i came into heathenry especially online heathenry the every facebook page every uh, back it was before facebook but every social media page or every internet page you would see would be um they wouldn't even be talking about reconstruction. It would be esoteric. It would be out there, you know, with no real, uh, arch- uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of that. And so, you know, now that's kind of, it's kind of the norm for most, uh, heathen spaces online to have at least some reconstruction and the more, at least talk about the merits of reconstruction. And, and so the game has really changed from when I first started dipping my toes into online heathenry, but, uh, one of the things that, that's great in a lot of ways but in another way it's kind of bad and it's bad in that a lot of newer heathens are learning terms without really learning what they mean Yeah. and sometimes those terms can sound a lot like things you think you know but they don't actually mean the same thing and so it's very important for me I see worth used very very wrong on most heathen spaces right now
1: about honor what about frith those are some right other ones. all but... of
0: those things all of those words are consistently misused because people don't understand that it, that a uh, uh, Englishman in 800 AD had a different understanding of that word than uh, than Gutenberg did when he made the printing press so mm-hmm. like those words changed a lot in that time period. Um, and so when we say worth, when we say that a person is not or does not have worth to us we are not saying that that person is not a valuable human being worth does not mean value so if you will you will you will i will say constantly but you will frequently hear dayedish people say things like i don't care what that dude says he's worthless and if you're outside of our spheres, then your first thought is what we're saying is that person, we are, we are saying that person has no value, is subhuman, is not, you know, is awful. Yeah, We're not saying that. We, that person is completely valuable. They are valuable to society and to their family, but they do not have worth to us, worth in the old English sense of it, meaning they have not gone through any ordeal with us whatsoever. We don't trust them. We don't know them. Yes, they're somebody, but they have no worth to us. Um,
1: I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm glad you said that not having gone through an ordeal. I'll come back to that in a minute, but go ahead and continue.
0: Well, so and we have a saying uh, in White Marsh, worthing is ordeal, and that might not just be a White Marsh saying. It might be a a, a greater theater saying. But when we say worthing is ordeal, first of all, the worthing process. A, a thrall does not come into Thetish belief valueless. They come in worthless and we call them worthless thrall again, because they have not gone through or deal with us. They have not established trust and lines of communication with us. So they're a valuable people, but they're worthless to us. Uh, and so they have to go through, if a person tries to join white marsh uh, and they are accepted into our work, we'll, we'll call it our uh, uh, work study trainee program, AKA, uh thraldom um uh, if they are accepted into thraldom then they have a year and a day period where they go through or deal with us they talk with us when we get together at uh at an event they are going to wash the dishes they are going to carry the trash outside they're going to do all the grunt work. Uh, for that year if they're capable of it if you know if they're physically fit enough to do those things if not we're just going to make them read a bunch of stuff and that's also ordeal but ordeal is going through stuff together as a people even if it is as simple as making a meal and carrying the the trash out it is that ordeal it is that that time of learning one another and going through stuff together that builds worth between people and I get long-winded so please cut me off
1: (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm glad you're going into this because um going back to what I said earlier about the whole ordeal thing. Your phrase that that your the white Marsh, um, you say is coined or whatever. What I've heard ordeal breeds worth.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's and,
1: just you know. And and some of the things that you're talking about cuz like let's 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 kind of like try to take like a, an outsiders or third party's perspective. It's like, "Oh, you're probating." You know, oh, you want me to be the kitchen bitch? You want me to do this? You want me to do that? You want me to do all these stupid little things? Yes, but there's a purpose behind it, which is going to touch on a topic that I talked about last week with another guest of mine on last week's podcast about the differences of intent and purpose. The, in, the intent with what you're talking about is to build that trust. The purpose is because, again, go goes back to the whole luck thing and that you are you are, you are you are becoming part of a web. You are, you're, you're, your threads of weird are, are being tied together now at that point so it's not just what you do you're now doing things that are going to affect the people around you your brethren your folk your tribe whatever and that's why you're doing that's the purpose behind you're doing and that's what's going to determine your worth which is placed upon you by the people right Worth is determined and and placed upon you by the people yeah through ordeal and then when the big things hit you know when family members die or when a house just you know becomes uh, decrepit or you have to you know dig out a well or you have to do these things those trivial seemingly trivial things at the beginning of that thraldom, right when you're doing all that probating as it were teaches those values teaches those perspectives teaches that worldview in a way and makes you appreciate and understand now when the bigger things hit your your, your folk are there your theta is there your your yeah. people are there
0: I, I really actually like the 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 analogy of probating like probating into an MC. Yeah, exactly. Or or, or uh, basic training in the in the military. I mean, yeah, you, you basic training in the military. What do you do? You learn how to be a soldier. What do you do during thraldom? You learn how to be a, a, a tradesman. And you know what is the downside of being in basic training? Yeah, but I mean, they're going to make you do KP. They're going to make you mop the floors. All the shit they don't want to do, they're going to make you do it. And you know, in thraldom, that that tradition is alive and well. But it's also a situation where, like, if if a person were to come in and they were physically disabled in a way where they couldn't do the physical grunt work, we, you know, it it is not a prerequisite. We're not telling a person with asthma, you have to do this or you can't be a theisman. It's just sort of, it's a tradition. And I'm lazy, man. I'm 43 years old. And if I have a thrall who wants to be in my tribe and I don't want to walk in the other room and get myself a beer, I mean, come on. yeah, like yeah, man. You, you. prove to me that you deserve to be my man. Go get me a beer.
1: Right. (laughs) Um,
0: So, yeah, I mean, and, and, and they do over that period of time, these people, I I have been a thrall and I have, uh, I have raised a thrall and I have been around many thralls. And the thing is uh, I guess we we go for the term theoa now because it has less negative connotations, but I have been around many theoa, and what I have found is that these people come in and you don't know them from Adam. You may have had some interaction with them online. You may have met them at one or two heathen events, but you don't really know them most of the time. And a year and a day later, you would die for these people. They're your best friends. It is like, I think about the people who went through thraldom with me and white marsh and there's nothing that I wouldn't do. Now, one of them I came in with, he was my friend long before that, but another, I had only ever seen her online. I'd never met her before. I'm talking about my sister, Ashley. I don't know if she listens, but if she does, what's up, Ashley, I love you. Um, oh, yeah. Um I would a thousand percent die for any member of Ashley's family now. And that is that, that is worth. That's what worth means. Yes. You know, It's not about value. It's about what I'm willing to put on the line for that other person. And when I tell you about it, like one of the things that makes me so sad about about, you know regular heathen groups, I say regular heathen groups, I mean like heathen groups where they meet like, you know, ever so often, but they don't really talk and they're not really friends. And Catherine let that one weirdo in and we don't like him. Like, it's so sad to me because they don't have what I've got. And what I have is that, Uh, if i get like i haven't been able to do ritual with white marsh now for the whole pandemic and i feel like there is something physically missing from my body and i will not feel whole again until i do my rituals with my people and i am sad that more groups don't have that
1: and that that right there what you just said man hit in a way that i can't i can't put into words like similarly like our tribe which is a uh, when i say tribe i don't mean like oh you got about 15 20 people it's like it's i can count on one hand like the amount of people that are my tribe and the last thing that we did ritually was um cigar blow we didn't even get the chance to get together for for uh the winter nights uh, this past couple of weeks ago you know Um, Which I know, like, for a lot of historical uh, Germanic heathens, you know, depending on if your, you know, focus is, like, the Scandinavian or or mainland Germania, like, a lot of it falls close. Like, the months, the moons are are called something different, but, you know, for us, like, winter nights was a big deal. We had a big Freyr thing last year, and we, you know... We we it was great because we we we, we formulated a quote wickerman and I say wickerman with a very loose air quotes going on here but it was basically just a stick figure sticks that we gathered with our hands bundles of of kindling that we gathered with our hands we, we wrapped them with twine and then because it was a frere bloat or you know like it was for frere for for winter nights we we found you know those big uh, they're not crab what are they they're not crab apples but they look they look like the size of softballs big green gnarly things I don't know yeah. if you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, we like we, we we got a big old branch and and we we tied it off at like the waist of the wicker man and like tied in the 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 two, you know, hunads there, you know what I'm talking about so you get yeah. it. Yeah. You know, so right? big, you know. And so like that was our thing list last last year. We didn't get to do it this year yeah. um pandemic aside, but it actually turned into a, a thing where it was like one of our tribe members um got the got got the big, you know, COVID-19 old thing damn thing you know so I you know I I hear what you say and I'm like I feel that and and that you can't replicate online you don't have frith online people you don't you don't have you have an illusion of it you have a some like basic understanding or sense of it from because let's face it dude you've never met in person right but we we've shot enough of the shit together and I think we understand at least on a loose level about each other where it's like we get a, a loose understanding of what Frith means from that, but we don't really get it without tying that weird, or 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 or, or exchanging those worth type moments. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, can't do yeah. that online. It has to be in person.
0: And yeah, and like so, or, I, I know or, that one of the things about Danish belief that I think we're really we're really known for, uh, unfortunately, is that years and years ago um running into a theidsman online could be a very dicey proposition because we're assholes uh we (laughs) are uh i can cuss right oh yeah yeah (laughs) um we can be very brusque we can be very irritable we're much like a badger in that we will come out of our holes cut you apart with our claws and go away and so we we've rubbed a lot of people a lot of wrong ways over the years and you know i would love to sit here and tell you that there's a great excuse for that there there isn't um we were irritated are you all
1: scorpios or i mean or like what i is mean it? not
0: i'm a scorpio not not none of us <laughs> oh yeah
1: dude scorpio uh, power man there like, you go uh, <laughs> I'm a, like but i was actually me, a- that's my godly like no
0: man it's so i was a part of the original do, do you even heathen bro um and <laughs> i i was there for all of it i mean not for all of it i was there for most of it and uh it's actually why i'm tehedish now believe it or not but <laughs> but we, we 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 hurt people i mean you know now that we are starting to understand uh the the real world ramifications of social media better you know 10 years yeah. on we're starting to realize these things that we did, we thought they were funny. We thought they didn't have a real world repercussion. They did. We hurt people's feelings. We made people doubt themselves. We made people feel bad about themselves in ways that I know that some of my uh, Theitish fellows will hear me saying this and be like, fuck that. I don't care. But <laughs> I, that we do. We do care. I care. Um, and yeah. so you have noticed, I think, probably over the past four or five years we've really softened our tone online
1: the, the the knob's been dialed down a bit are you in the the uh the also true academic heathenry group they they recently changed their group name it's a, it's a facebook group it, it used to just be plain old also true oh yeah like yeah that. i used
0: to be uh no i left i used to i was one okay. of the admins of that for god i was an admin of that for like eight years and recently doesn't surprise me yeah, recently I just, uh, I, I got in an argument with one of the other uh, mods and I was like, I mean, I could like this dude up, I could kick him off the mod team, but the truth is I don't really like being here, so <laughs> I'm just going to bail.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, like, the, the, the overall tone of, of that group at one time, like, it's it's been dialed back down a bit, and even I can say, man, like, I, I uh, going back to like what we first talked about was how we met, right, because yeah. I was about to talk about we are our deeds. And it was like pump the brake, you know, pump the brakes, dude. Like, let's talk about this first, or you really have no business. I appreciated that, but I also recognized, right, <clears throat> that had I um not been gone through the ordeals that I'd gone through in my life, experienced things that I had up to that point outside of heathenry, I would have been like, Well, excuse me, but who do you think you are? I'll run my Facebook the way I want to, and been all like butthurt about it. But instead, I was like well let me hear what this guy's got to say and because of that we've not lost connection you know what i mean like you've not like banned me from your facebook friends i've not banned you from mine you know what i mean and we still like even though we don't talk regularly it's like here we are now all these years later you know knowing the fat chewing the cud whatever you want to call it about heathenry type stuff and it's like Hey guys, you know, don't, 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 don't take it so personal all the time. Like words are just words. Like you, you can do, here's a cool thing. If you don't like it, you can ignore it, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, so you don't have to say anything if you really, you know what I mean? Like if it's just yeah. try to prove what point, I would say
0: to, to a certain extent is like, sometimes you get your feelings hurt and if you get your feelings hurt, then that's okay. And it, and it is perfectly acceptable yeah. to say to someone online, Hey man, you know, tone it down, please don't talk to me that way. Um but but you I would I caution against just throwing what they're telling you out the window because they were mean to you about it because sometimes people are mean to you about it because it's the ninth time today they've had to explain the same thing to a newbie and they're just irritated. and they sure. actually do know what they're talking about. Um, and, and I will tell you a story because one of the things I liked about you in the early days is you told me your story, and it reminded me so much of of how I got where I am. Uh, and, and I see you sort of following that same trajectory. And w- what happened with me is I just come back from Iraq. Uh, I had, so I was Asatru when I was 14, I think. From the time I was 14 until the time I was probably 21. Uh, and I was a member of a, a very, a very large um, Asatru kindred in uh, Eastern Georgia that ended up falling apart. But I went back to Catholicism. Uh, while I was in the army, because uh, oh,
1: the, 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 the 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 pagan version that doesn't want to be pagan that doesn't want to admit right, pagan, right? <laughs> uh,
0: I went back because uh, there weren't a lot of uh, Asatru priests hanging out in Iraq, and I was getting shot at a lot. So I was like, I need a god to talk to. Stat. Uh, you know, it, it was it was an anxiety response. But I went back to Catholicism, and when I got out of the army, I was like, what was I thinking? That was never what I wanted. And I started transitioning back into heathenry, but I accepted at that time, that I didn't really know anything. Um, I had not, I had been a kid when I was at Asa Tree before, and I was, I, I wasn't great at it, but every time I would go to a, a and this, this was, uh, the earliest days of Facebook, every time I would go to a Facebook group and be like, Hey, I'm pretty new to this. I want somebody to talk to you about it. It wouldn't be people being like, we don't want to talk to you. It would be just straight up nazis being like yeah man you know what's great about our religion hitler and you're like whoa what the fuck man this is not this is not what i sign on for dude all right
1: yeah and so i started this scratch you know
0: i didn't know uh uh, heathens united against uh, racism was already a thing but i didn't know about it at the time so i just created this little facebook group called uh uh Assetrues Against Racism or something. I don't remember. Something like that. And I got like, yeah, three or 400 people join it. And we were having little discussions. And then a member of Who Are did find out about us and and sort of brought us into the fold a little bit. And one day he was like, hey, I just want to let you know some people have targeted you for harassment. And I'm like, really? Because nobody's bothered me. Is it really harassing me if they're not talking to me? Right. Uh, but he was like it's this group and he tagged me to do you even heathen bro uh and they'd been about around for about three months and maybe maybe more than that It may have been like like uh, six months to a year uh but but i joined them and i was like hey what's up guys you want to fucking fight and <laughs> And they were just like whatever kid get get who, who the fuck cares you're just another dumbass because do you even a heathen bro was an open group you could see what was posted and they would not stop you if you wanted to join and talk to them Yeah. And so I was just another like idiot the Wild West. Yeah, and I was just another like I was an idiot but another newbie who wanted more and yeah. didn't know where to find it and I wanted to pick a fight with these dudes. And so I thought I was going to be real smart and be like, "Oh yeah, well what about this concept?" And they were like, "Look, if you really want to know, here's where to go find out about it. If you can't do that shit, then don't bother us." So I'm like, "I'm going to go and I'm going to read that book and I'm going to prove these motherfuckers wrong." And I went and read that book and I was like, "Oh no. <laughs> I think I might have been wrong." So I went back to the group like 4 or 5 days later and I'm like, "Hey guys, y'all still suck, but could you explain this thing a little bit better? Cause it sounds like what you were talking about. And then just over the course of about four or five months of doing this with these guys, they're still, they were still gruff. They were still rude, but I, they would also be like, look, man, you're trying to learn. So we're going to help you. And I, Learned so much more about heathenry in those four or five months than I had learned in twenty years before, and they were pointing, and it wasn't just dudes telling me what they believed. They were pointing me towards these resources. They were cross-checking with these resources, and I was going and I was doing the work and reading it. And uh, one of the primary members of Do You Even Heathen, bro, was Brian Smith, who is the Lord of White Marsh. And so after about three years of bashing my head against this, I. I asked to uh, to be bought in, and here I am. So, if I had just been like "fuck these dudes" and given up and thrown away all these stuff that I could tell that they were saying made sense just because they were mean to me, then I wouldn't be here. I would not have the. Ex- I would have probably gone back to Catholicism at some point, yeah, because I wasn't finding the meaning that I was looking for. But because I was able to sort of. I don't want to say I have a thick skin. I don't. They fucking hurt my feelings, man.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, look, like, you know, you can be all bro, whatever, macho, you know, Hulk Hogan, anything like you can you can put up any kind of facade that you want. But like point point, like case in point, I'll say, you know, when 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 you came to me, I was like, okay, what, you know, like, I mean, I was like, you know, get my feathers ruffled a little bit i was like you know right i did uh, you know and then like the delivery of it i was like well but again like i had had experiences in my life before i was like i'm used to getting this sort of treatment because what does it do it it challenges your um your ego it really does you know what i mean like it really freaking does man um and and you're not always right you're not and you know what sometimes you got to be put in your place and you got to be checked and that's part of learning that's part of growth that's part of living and that's part of life and-, well, so, and,
0: and i would that would be my advice to the newer heathen coming in is that they have to be willing to take a few licks from time to time but I, but i also want to say on the flip side i, I want to give a piece of advice to fellows like you who are tilting past that edge now who have tilted towards being the people that the newbies come to come to you know what I'm saying like you you're not you're definitely not a newbie and you're not a nobody there are people who come to you. my advice to people like you and to elder heathens is you don't have to be a dick about it and you know I, I understand I get irritated too and I have been a dick to people online but I look back on that and I regret it and I think that you will too. You know, if yeah. you don't feel like talking to the person, don't talk to them. You don't, like you said, you don't have to respond to everything. Yeah. So if somebody comes in and says something that you know is absolutely wrong, you have two choices. You can either let them be wrong or you can try to help them. We don't yeah. need to be dicks.
1: Right. And and if you're going to take that plunge and you're going to like put yourself out there as the like I'm willing to help approach or I'm, I'm willing to like insert myself into that. I like I I've I've chosen to withdraw so many times because I'm like I'm not ready to get into the depths that this is about to go. It's like I, and you got to pick those kind of I say pick those battles, but like you got to be picky and choosy about it because and because it does. It's it's like you're gonna say something, you're gonna you're gonna plant that seed, and it's like now you're ready to water that tree. you know are are you are you in in that position are you ready to at least be that sort of you know influence that that continues to nurture because you, you plant the seed
0: and you can be like, I'm not saying don't be brusque about it. I, you know, that's fine. Because sometimes you got to know that the guy that you're talking to, like with you, if I would have come and I'd have been like, hey, buddy, like maybe don't you like you would have blown me completely off you to pay me no attention. Yeah. But sort of coming at you with like, hey, look, you should probably talk to me before you go do that, because you're going to you're going to step in some shit. You know, what we're talking about yeah. um, you could have easily turned me away. And you know what? If you had, it's really no skin off my back. But I didn't have to approach you that way. And look to, to people out there, they're going to be people. I've seen your, num- your your numbers. There are going to be people in your audience that I have been addicted to online. Um, I'm James Davy. It was me. Uh, and you'll notice I haven't done it in in a couple of years now uh, because I started implementing a rule. Uh, and the rule was before I hit send, type it out, man. Type it out to your heart's fucking content. Write a novel if you want to, but don't hit send before you answer this simple question to yourself. Is it is it possible when I hit send that I'm going to change this person's mind? Now, there are a bunch of reasons why you're not gonna be able to change somebody's mind. One is they're too sold in. They are sold in on being, uh, on believing what they believe. There's no way to talk them out of it. So then there's no reason to hit sin because all you're doing at that point is stroking your own ego they're not going to change their mind. The other thing is if you wrote that in such a way where a reasonable person would read it and be like, fuck this dude, I will never believe what he believes, you're still not going to change their mind. Don't hit send. So if you read that and you think this person has a reasonable chance of having their mind changed and I've approached them in a way where I think it might work, then hit send. And I learned that I hit send about 95% less often than I did before. Yeah. And honestly, man... My blood pressure has gone down. I'm not as angry about things anymore. Nobody yeah. is any more right or less wrong on the internet. So, you know, let it, if you're a new guy and an older, uh, if you're a new heathen and older heathen's kind of brusque with you online, brush it off your shoulders, pick up the knowledge that you can. If you're an old heathen and you want to be mean to somebody online, just, just don't like, just don't. Yeah.
1: No. And I, you know, I, I, I credit, I give credit or credit's to man. And I appreciate that. I appreciate it from both ways, you know, because again, at the time when you and I first met, like, again, you were, it was probably one of those times in your life. I think that was, you were just kind of that way. Yeah. <laughs> to pretty much everybody. And I, and I, and I just so happened to choose to not let it get to me to the point where I wasn't willing to learn. Cause I'm like, who the hell am I to not be able to learn from anybody because what is it is it i mean it's it, banda manga saga i mean wisdom is wisdom wherever it comes from and uh and i i said banda manda that that sounds like some hooga booga like i like i didn't say it
0: right <laughs> i'm not gonna even try i don't I, speak norse but you know <laughs> I'll call you one know of my it. Icelandic friends have him say it
1: banda manga saga or something like that it's 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 one of those things that, that wisdom is wisdom uh from wherever it comes and you know, one of the commonalities, and we'll we'll wrap it up here soon because I know we're getting probably two time or past it, but uh, is you know Odin, uh, whether it's Odin, Wodan, uh, you know, wisdom is 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 what you're you're looking for, and it and it comes from wherever, it comes from places that you may not expect, and it comes from sources that you may not necessarily think that that has any value to or, or whatever at the moment, and I, you know. <clears throat> we are in such the uh, the digital and technology age where so much of this stuff gets i mean this is this right here is going out on almost a dozen platforms you know this is the world that we live in we don't live in the world of you know 800 a thousand whatever more years ago when you know people were riding on horseback and delivering messages because like it, it, it's a different time
0: yeah absolutely.
1: And some of the stuff you know that we talked about earlier, you you were mentioning, and this is almost like stuff for another podcast, even if you're ever willing or wanting to come back on. But like we were talking earlier about some of the things in in we are our deeds, like that was honestly one of the most influential pieces of of written work that helped shape me, or 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 helped me adopt a worldview that has shaped me into the person that I'm in today. Yep. Like it was it was it was a start of things for me to 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 pursue and learn about.
0: It was the very uh, first book that do you do you even Heathen Bro threw at me, and for anybody who hasn't read it, I'm obviously going to shell it because if you buy it through Lulu, uh, you, you it, we own it, so you'll be link you'll in
1: the description. <laughs>
0: you'll be paying Show notes. Uh, you'll there. be paying into the white marsh coffers. Uh, but that said, um, <clears throat> I recommend it because it is the easiest, like you could go read culture of the Teutons, but I'm going to ask you for your own sake to bring a two by four to smash yourself in the head with ever so often.
1: I still haven't read it.
0: It is. I, I don't recommend my new thralls read it. Cause, cause uh,
1: the price of lumber is so high. Right. <laughs> You're going to go through
0: so many two by fours. My thralls I've always uh, uh, just pulled out specific chapters because also uh, uh, you know, Culture of the Teutons is like 100 years old. It, it hasn't held up. Parts of it have, other parts haven't. Um, but, you know, if you go and you read Culture of the Teutons, you are going to be crossing your eyes trying to read it. If you go and read um, really any of the the other big reconstruction texts, you're, you're going to have trouble. You're going to be struggling. You're going to be drooling trying to keep your damn eyes open. But We Are Our Deeds is like 120 pages. It is, um, and that's big font. And it is simple to read. It does introduce a bunch of concepts that are in Old English, but it does it in a very accessible way. And so I always recommend it to new heathens because the concepts are well laid out in a way that you won't want to kill yourself reading.
1: Like, I'm just going to try to like hold up a book here for for scale if it'll even show like we are our deeds is half of that yeah half that in in, in terms of thickness you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so like when we talk about like and this is this is a, a a study version of the poetic edda which has a bunch of myths and sagas contained in it so when we talk about like reading material oh, i'm not that big of a reader
0: you don't have to be you don't like, have
1: to like you you could literally finish this in on a, on a friday night if you wanted to like power read through it and if you, you really know, want to or,
0: sit down and tear it apart and take notes i mean you could do it over the course of a week in a weekend yeah, yeah I mean, easily easily. yeah, yeah. So, so i recommend it i highly highly recommend it. it's going to introduce but i also recommend like i said earlier keeping in mind that It also things change and grow and evolve. And, you know, one of the oldest bizarrest criticisms that they Eddish believe people used to accuse us of being very dogmatic and we never change, man, we change all the time. We change constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, We've changed so much since those books were written that if we wrote them today, they probably would be as big (laughs) as these other texts because we've, We've I'm learned like a lot. Summarize, yeah. Right, right. We've learned a lot, but we've also, you know, our, our, our th- thoughts and theories have changed since then. Um, but it is still, even with that said, you know, grain of salt, but it is still foundational for understanding concepts like the the inner yard, the outer yard, uh, what that actually means, because a lot of people don't really get what that means. Um, yeah. And what it means to, you know, they talk about frith quite a lot and luck quite a lot. And so it is it is a really, really strong book for the beginner. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I highly, I I mean, I still, I, I recommend it. Like when people are like, oh, what, I'm, I'm new to this. What should I, you know, what should I read? And, and then like, for some reason, you know, like the first thing, like, and I don't know, like, I'm just going to ask as we wrap this up. Like the first thing that a lot of the, like the Norse uh, heathens are like, oh, what's, what, what's the first thing I should, oh, you should get the poetic edda. Is there an equivalent to that in in, in Anglo-Saxon? Do, just like everybody, just like hey, read the Halian? Like that's your go-to thing.
0: Well, that was so not really. I mean, I guess *Beowulf* obviously is the sort of yeah. the Anglo-Saxon heathen text. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of what we know it comes from uh, the words of uh, Bede, who wrote about yeah. you know, but he wrote after the end of heathendom. Um, but yeah, *Beowulf* definitely. But you will never hear, I think, any flavor of Anglo-Saxon heathen, be they Forn Sid or be they Thetish or, or, or White Marsh, any of us. Um, we're not going to be like, well, the first thing you should do is go read Beowulf. That'll tell you everything. And that's the yeah. thing. is like the poetic the Eddas. Right. And the poetic Eddas also are not like they are a great source of ideas and understanding about the time in which they were written. But they are not uh, a, an instruction manual for how to be heathen and no. and you know so it's very important for us that, the first thing that we will normally tell you to read when you come in, we, we'll tell you like Beowulf is fine, but you're probably going to want to read that last because if you don't understand the foundational concepts going in, you're just going to get confused. So we'll probably, we usually probably have them read We Are Our Deeds first, and then we'll have them read Like a Toe, Household Spirits. We'll have them read, uh, you know, we've got a bunch of uh, Road to Hell by um H. Yeah. Red, fantastic. Yes. I know that I read that in, in uh, Theo, uh, Theodum.
1: Um, yeah, any any sort of like and that's that's a big topic of like, you know, death in the afterlife. Like you yes. want to understand anything about the concepts of that, the road to hell is, is like critical reading.
0: Absolutely critical. Um, it's, it's again though, you know, break a two by four.
1: It's well it, again, it, it it's like it's not your introductory level stuff. Like and I mentioned the Halian before, but I'm like, is that that's even a weird one because it's it's the gospel
0: mm-hmm. or it's
1: it's gospel, but it's like Christ is 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 a is a is a a a a a Drayton. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or, whatever, like he's a war chief, <laughs> and the so- disciples, the apostles, are his thanes, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> that's a
0: read, uh, read, uh, it's 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 outdated, but there was a, a book for a while that I really liked called The Germanization of e- Early Medieval Christianity, uh, and again, it is it is it is somewhat outdated at this point but it talks specifically about that yeah, and how in early england christianity the way that they got people to convert was literally they just they just painted christianity on top of uh on a heathen family structure and 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 theid structure so yes uh, uh jesus was a sacral king and that was why you followed him and so everybody's like well yeah you got to follow him he's a sacral king of course you have to follow him he's a sacral king that's what you do and so uh <laughs> and and that's actually there's a there's a whole uh I, I cannot remember the name of this paper. I am so sorry. If you google it you'll probably find it. But it discusses how Jesus was a warrior king to early medieval English people yeah. and right. that has translated directly into the sort of um almost militant Christianity that we have today whereas Christianity was very much soldiers religion of peace, Christ soldiers, soldiers of Christ God. all of that came from mm. the the uh, the Christianity uh, the sorry the Christianization of England and Saxony, because yeah. as it turns out, we're a warlike people.
1: Wow. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, man. You know what? We could go on forever about this. And I feel like this is probably a great point to like, just say yeah. thanks <laughs> yeah, to everyone, thank everyone listening and watching and stuff like that, because I feel like this could become a three hour long podcast if we wanted to, maybe we have you back and we talk about some of these other neat things, but um, yeah, sure. Yeah, though this was this was really intriguing and 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 really fun. And I would I, you know, so I'm gonna ask the the uh the audience, um there'll be a poll that I want you guys to check out. And if you want James here to to come back and let's talk about some more uh more of these types of things, you know, would love to 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 see your feedback about it. Um but but for now, I I, I think that this is a great um kind of like point to just say. Let's, let's just hit the buzzer you know let's just tap eject yeah yeah um i'll I'll touch base with you here in just a second James so don't like drop from me here but for everybody that's listening watching um and joining the, the premiere today on YouTube thank you so much I hope you guys enjoyed it if you do don't forget to you know upvote the video or upvote the podcast on whatever platform it is that you're streaming watching listening tuning in from uh, be sure to, to upvote it and engage in that sort of way it helps get stuff like this out to more people share comment subscribe whatever it is that the platform that you're uh, absorbing this on calls for you to do we urge you to to please do it don't forget to check the show notes or description for the ways that you can support not just midgard musings um well yeah it's it's, it's a midgard musings production so the support the podcast support what i do um you know all that funky stuff that i gotta say but uh thank you james for being here today
0: um, thank you and man right. and uh, to everybody who participates in that poll don't worry it's not gonna hurt my feelings you can downvote me all day long <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: gonna do what we're gonna do anyway you know what? that's right the people will be like we don't want them back and i'm like yeah but i do and i run this <laughs> so um you you can you can be here if you want to or not but no seriously your your opinions matter your thoughts are are are, are very much appreciated so share them below or over here there where i don't know where the hell ever shows up but anyway you guys are awesome thank you so much um hail to you all Uh, Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Uh, May your hearth fires always continue to burn bright. And we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.